This is our fifth session on Ephesians 5, 3 through 7. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness are not even to be named among you as is proper with saints. And shamefulness and foolish talk and crude joking, which are out of place, that is, which are not fitting, but rather thanksgiving. For be sure of this, that every sexually immoral one, which corresponds to that, or impure one, which corresponds to that, or covetous one, which corresponds to that, that is, an idolater, does not have an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Now, I want to understand how verse 4 functions here because it, in a sense, comes between these three um, sins that we're to avoid and the warning about them in verse 5. So you get verse 3 telling you, um, don't even let these be named among you. And verse 5 telling you, because if you are that kind of person, then you will not enter the kingdom of Christ and of God. And between the warning and the ground here in verse 5 and the command here in verse 3, you have verse 4. So how are we to understand that? So, Father, as we tackle this shamefulness, foolish talk, and crude joking, as opposed to thanksgiving, help us to get inside Paul's mind here and follow his thinking for our own freedom from these sins. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I translated it very awkwardly, uh, just with an and. It doesn't work the way I translated it, because what's missing is is a verb. And uh, one possible and totally reasonable translation would be not a new sentence, but rather, don't let these be named among you, and don't let these be named among you. That's the way a lot of translations take it. My problem with that is that but rather thanksgiving would then need to fit that same should be named among you. That is, don't let shamefulness, foolish talk, crude joking, which are out of place, be named among you either, but rather thanksgiving be named among you? That's odd. I don't think he's simply saying rather let thanksgiving be named among you. Like, let's all talk about thanksgiving. No, that's not what he's saying. He's saying, let's be thankful people and let that thankfulness uh, replace, push out of our hearts, shamefulness, foolish talk, and crude joking. So here's a suggestion. Could it be that this and here, and there's no hint, that it starts a new sentence. I just did that in the original. Could this and be something like, and here's what I mean when I say don't let it be named, or even as if to carry out an explanation 
of don't let these things even be named. So let me paraphrase it. You can see what I mean. So sexual immorality, impurity, covetousness are not even to be named among you as is proper among saints. And what I mean is, don't let sexual immorality and impurity and covetousness, which are very shameful acts, all three of them, don't let them be matters of foolish talk and crude joking among you. And that would be the kind of naming. These two right here would explain, don't let them be named. That's what I'm inclined to think that Paul is doing here. I think verse 4 comes between the ground and the statement, not as an interruption, but as an explanation of what he just said. It's an explanation in the sense that Paul knows that to tell us, don't even let them be named among you, could be taken as an unrealistic, absolute, never to talk about them, even though he's just talked about them. So he adds, and here's what I mean, shamefulness, which is what these are, shouldn't be talked about in these ways. People who are just silly all the time, they turn everything into silliness and lightheartedness. They don't seem to be capable of having any joyfully serious conversation. Everything is a joke. And then this person is a lot more brash and forceful than this person. So that's my inclination is to say, don't let them be named among you as is proper among saints. And what's proper among saints is that we not turn immorality and impurity and covetousness into matters of silly joking all the time or crude, brash joking or insulting all the time. And he says again then, which is just a further explanation that verse 4 is an explanation of verse 3, these are out of place. They're out of place, which is the same as saying they're not proper. As is proper among saints corresponds to which are out of place among the thankful. You could add. They're out of place. They're not fitting. So he's just repeating this idea of do what's proper for saints. That is, do what's fitting. You see that word fitting over here in Colossians 3.18. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as is fitting. Same word in the Lord. So this is just a word for what's appropriate, what's fitting in a Christian understanding of reality. And the particular alternative to this foolish talk and crude joking about shamefulness is thanksgiving. Now, why is that? <laughs> oh, I love this. Don't you? Doesn't it just doesn't it make you want to just ponder and say, okay, I want to figure this out. In Paul's mind, if I am a thankful person, then silliness about shameful things and crudeness and joking about shameful things will be pushed out as unfitting. That's what Thanksgiving does. Why? Here's my suggestion. I should just stop and let you, <laughs> you can just stop it here and figure it out for yourself and come back and see if you think. I think um, 
Foolish talk and crude joking are forms of pride. A weak form and a strong form. You know, pride takes all kinds of forms. Here's a person who's just silly all the time. And he's silly all the time probably because he's insecure. There's not much inside. He doesn't have much of a person. He doesn't have a lot of confidence. He doesn't have a lot of faith. God is not big and ready to take care of him. He's very weak, and he has to uh, protect himself from being uh, known too closely by always joking, keeping people at a distance from his true emotions, and so he's always uh, being foolish. Now, you might say, well, insecurity is not a form of pride, is it? Well, absolutely it is. When we're insecure and have to cover for it, why would you cover for it? Because you're proud, and you don't want people to see it. Pride in the form of, of in the weak takes the form of self-pity and covering and hiding your insecurity with silliness. This guy is brash and crude. He's quite confident and he wants to show off how clever he can be with his jokes. Both of those are forms of pride. But what is Thanksgiving? It is fundamentally humble. Is it not? A thankful person says, I don't deserve anything, and everything comes to me from God by grace. And if you're that kind of person, you don't have to do this. You don't have to cover, and you don't have to assert yourself. Something has changed. Remember back in chapter 4? Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. When that happens, one of the marks of the spirit of your mind is humility. And put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness, and this humility will give rise to righteous talk and holy talk. Here's the beautiful climax down in chapter uh, 5 verse 18. So just a few verses later in chapter 5, Paul says this, do not get drunk with wine, but for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with all your heart, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of Jesus. In other words, the, the person who's filled with the Spirit is overflowing with thankfulness all the time for everything to God because they know they don't deserve anything. Everything comes from grace, and therefore they are humble and looking for ways to make God look great, not cover for their own insecurities or make themselves look great. And therefore, a renewed mind that's humble and full of the Holy Spirit will be a thankful mind, and that thankful mind will not be given to foolish, silly talk about shameful things or crude talk about shameful things. And that way, they will not let sexual morality or impurity or covetousness be named among us. They'll be looking for ways to make God look great and named among us.